Bringing out the year. Are we in the clear yet? No! Hi, everybody, and welcome to Sean and Dave Make Music. I'm here with Dave and our guest, Nellie Mackay. Hi, Nellie. Hi, How Dave. How are you doing? Hi, Dave. Hi, Sean. <laughs> I'm doing great. This has been so much fun. I've had a blast today. Oh, my yes. goodness. You have no idea. <laughs> I think I do. I oh. think you have no idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Um, Nellie is a pianist and a vocalist and a, a, a mind who has put out so much music that I really love and it, she's, she's amazing. I should be talking to you, not the audience, but maybe you'll feel less awkward if I tell the audience oh, no, how much I'm a fan of your music. It's, oh, it's all very nice. It's so great and it's so diverse and... Oh, I wasn't talking about music, I just mean your words. Oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, your music is so diverse and, and it all happens to speak to me, I, I feel like. Oh, I'm glad. Um, so the first thing I sort of wanted to, to talk to you about was your recording process and kind of your stylistic arc from, you know, your first album to your last and, or your most recent, certainly not your last, I uh. hope, um, <laughs> your most recent and, uh, and then also talk about, you know, what it's like putting together an album, how you approach it from the beginning, from your songwriting process to deciding what, you know, the album's going to sound like, who is going to play on it, and right. things like that. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, I, I guess uh, uh, I guess the budget <laughs> <laughs> decides, decides everything, really, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, just, uh, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's always impossible. It's kind of like a, 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 a macrocosm of, of this session here today, only you guys make it seem so fun. Just whatever decision happens, it happens, and uh, I, I love this way of working. Yeah, first to make quick decisions, yeah. and hopefully they work out. Yes, and then you move on. I think that's the beauty of you know, people who have daily shows. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's, you have to move on. What a wonderful thing in life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to get stuck. Yes, for sure. <laughs> on on one thing, especially yeah. musically, I think. Yeah. Um, so, like, specifically about your songwriting process, <laughs> how does a song usually start? We, we kind of witnessed it today. I know that's a sped up version, but you said you like to start with chords and, and lyrics all at the same time. Well, Is that typical? Well, I, I think I, I really uh, learned that in um, uh, when I was doing the 24-hour musicals, especially this last time in L.A., um, and I was working with a great woman who uh, was a TV writer, and it was just wonderful. Everything I did for her, she said, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I want to marry this person. And, uh, and, and You should have asked her. Yeah. You should have said yes. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, you know, uh, it, I mean, that, that was just... Um, it, uh, we actually finished the musical overnight, you know, which is just uh, it's such a thrill. So, um, so that, that helped with here because it was the same year. You just said yes to everything. <laughs> what was your musical about? What joy! It was about. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I ripped my pants. That's why I, I'm, oh. I'm wearing this, <laughs> this well, thing. I was gonna say we've got the shawl. If you'd I'm like sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, it was about a president who died of um, an infection because his surgeon didn't wash his hands. Okay. <laughs> so hilarity ensued. I bet. Yeah. Can you give us a couple of the song titles? Oh, God. One was called Wash Your Hands. <laughs> okay, um, great. And when, yeah. is the, when is it hitting oh, one Broadway? Was, one was called Sterilize It. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, gee, <laughs> anytime she wants, I, I should stay in touch with her. Yeah, yeah, drop her a line. <laughs> yeah. If she says yes to all your questions. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess just sort of, uh, you said the budget determines it. How does the budget get determined? Um, oh, the budget. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think that the bottom kind of fell out of the music industry the day after I got my first record deal, which was lucky for me on one level. But on the other level, I, they still don't know what to do. It's just the most easily pirated thing. And even when it's not officially pirated, Spotify is a, pot, a pirate it's service, exactly as are the record yeah. labels, of course. I mean, so, uh, you know... Um, uh, it, it, it's just, I, I think even for the big wigs, there's no money. I forget, um, you know, certain big songs you hear about how much they made off Spotify, and it's like 18,000 for how many <laughs> yeah. millions of plays. Yep. So now when I get a check, you know, for $8, I, I, I think, uh, wow, I must be <laughs> big in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. yeah. They haven't even started sending me checks yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can write checks small enough. Right. Oh, that's funny. We got a check, I think, for 13 cents from Walt Disney once, and it was something like seven months late, you know. <laughs> God. Uh, that's really interesting. And, uh, and speaking of the, the sort of the arc of your albums and how they've progressed in doing my homework, I sort of was revisiting them in the, over the last week, and it seems like they've gotten less angry. Oh, the, <laughs> well, depression is anger turned inward. Okay. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I was like, do you listen to, to any angry music? Oh, what are your sort of angry Hey, that's a good point. I, I was curious. I don't listen to angry music. That's my problem. Okay. I was wondering. That's the problem. got to channel that. Well, because <laughs> I, was, I was, I, like, listening to your, uh, you know, Earlier albums with sort of with fresh ears and and realizing the um, sort of the island influence, the reggae influence oh, yeah. that was sort of you know there from the very beginning, and um, I I enjoy the reggae as well, but I'm more into ska and and I like to blend it with punk because I'm also angry. Wow, oh, <laughs> so, I'd so love where, to check out your stuff now. I, yeah, feel free. I'm on Spotify. You can make me a penny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't have Spotify, uh -huh. partly on principle, partly because I'm that inept with technology. But... I'll send it to you then. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> sure. Or can I find it on YouTube? Um, I think, yeah, some of it is on YouTube, I think. As well. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Um, but, but, yeah, that's, uh, like, some of your earlier things, you really, like, let some anger out. And I, I was just curious to see if that went away or if it just turned into sadness. Yeah, sure no. Well, I think, I, I think also you get self-conscious. And I mm -hmm. think your, your angry voice, um, it just, it's, I don't know. Uh, I'm not that good at listening to it. I think I, I prefer things that have more of a melody. And I see. No, but I, I know it's a shame. I don't know. I think... I mean, we were talking earlier about how we're all in debt, you know, I mean, <laughs> for the rest of our lives. It makes you risk averse, and I think, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it, it kind of dulls the senses in a way. Interesting. Yeah. I've had luck in life, I'm, and I'm a dropout, and I'm still in debt. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the first song we're going to present today is the first track off of Nelly's most recent album, Sister Orchid, which is a collection of beautifully intimate arrangements of jazz standards. This is My Romance, written by Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hart, and it's one of those more melodic, less angry ones. 
To complete your crash course in Nellie Mackay, though, I'm going to put an older, angrier one at the end of this episode so that you can at least get a little bit of a sense of the arc we were talking about. However, I'd really recommend starting at the beginning and listening through her entire discography. Every album she's put out has got a, a different and unique sound, but they're all distinctly Nellie, and they're all fantastic. My romance doesn't have to have a moon in the sky My romance doesn't need a blue lagoon standing by No month of May No twinkling stars, no hideaway No soft guitars My romance doesn't need a castle rising in Spain Nor a dance to a constantly surprising refrain Wide awake, I can make my most fantastic dreams come true My romance doesn't need a thing but you My most fantastic dreams come true My romance doesn't need a thing but you So you were talking about like production and you know the money and putting budgeting together. So when you did the, um, I don't remember the full title, but the the mobile home album, mm-hmm. home um, sweet mobile home, home sweet mobile home, um, it said that uh, David Byrne was like a, a help in some way, or you talked to him about it, or how like how was he involved in that? And I'm just curious. I'm a yeah. I'm a David Byrne fan, and I. I loved the percussion and I was wondering if that was the element where he was helping with the album or what I wasn't and which or album is this? the Home, home Sweet Mobile, Mobile Home, home. Yeah. yeah Um well he gave me a lot of CDs which he ain't never get back <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't deliberate but they don't all have DB written on them in Magic Marker gotcha. yep. you know like your ex-boyfriend <laughs> so it, I, I just can't remember David which ones are yours and also he has a lot of CDs he has I'm gonna just tell on him like I never know what you're allowed to tell but he has these enormous bookshelves you know way up to this high ceiling in a loft in Soho and he wears all white you know he's so clean but he rides his bike everywhere which is suspicious isn't it <laughs> and and he climbs up the ladder to find you these CDs and you know he's just the the wizard you know but I had gone in on his Amelda Marcos project 
And so uh, that's how we knew each other. And then he used to come to a lot of shows. He came to the Billy Tipton show where I wear a prosthetic, as Billy did, because Billy was born Dorothy. And uh, after the show, I would hug everyone and bang them with my prosthetic. <laughs> and I've never seen David since. So... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, bang them. I would bump them repeatedly, humorously. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I guess. It, I was gonna say, I guess it rubbed him the wrong way. But that's <laughs> I think maybe. Uh, it's a cool. shame he's a Taurus. You know, I think we could really hit it off. He gave me half a chance. <laughs> yeah, he's. I've always seen him as like this enig- enigmatic figure. I've, I've oh, never yes. had the. I've never had the pleasure of meeting him, but just yes. from his music and stuff. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, you should meet him. You should work with him. He would love. That would be amazing if I. Yeah, yeah I think he'd <laughs> he's, be. Really... He's the type where it's like, um, yeah. I, I, nowadays, I feel like in New York, in the the music that I listen to a lot of, which is yeah. like classical slash everything blurred right. together in a pot, he's held up as like a godfather type figure. You know, oh, like there's yeah. so many people that I hear in our age group that are like writing music and I just see his thumbprint where it's like, oh, they listen to a lot of, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's, no, yeah. still, whenever, you know, yeah, it comes on the radio, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just that distinct yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it must be hard, though. I mean... You know, I hope we all get it. But also to overcome that kind of success, where you're just, you know, I, I don't know. It must be. Can I can I curse on this program? Oh yeah. It must yeah. be a mind fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a uh, yeah. I I've, I've never had the uh, yeah. Never had the I've never had the privilege uh, privilege of the problem of losing my anonymity. <laughs> but I don't know if I would or how I would grapple with something like that if it yeah. became a thing where you can't just like be a person on the street without constantly yeah. people being aware that you are there. Yeah. When you're just like, no, I... Yeah. I was with him once and a cab driver called out to him. It was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> the cab driver looked a little like uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, you know, uh, with uh, Reference went a over the nation, head, nation of Islam. Oh, gotcha. And so it was, you know, you, you figured that this is a guy who, who knows uh, his percussion. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I gathered that. And he, 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 he it was really, it was a hip moment. Cool. Um, but what was I, I thinking? Um, Oh, oh, with that, but Debbie Reynolds, um, Carrie Fisher was talking about her mom, and mm-hmm. and she um, uh, uh, said that there's no school in um, for for moving out of fame, like even beyond uh, being recognized mm-hmm. on the street. That there's there's no there's no she's seen it with a lot of people and with her mom that for people becoming less famous that that's also a mind fuck. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a whole different paradigm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I'd prefer. <laughs> yeah. Especially when your kid gets so famous, you know, it's Star Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you have, like, uh, a good good medium, right? Uh, yeah, Do yeah. Do people call out to you on the street? Um, oh, oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's my problem with, you know, uh, local organizing. I mean, I went to... Um, 13 states for Bernie, and there was a reason. <laughs> because I don't, I, you know, I mean, I think generally it, it, there's a, a, a fear of, um, of uh, it, it just, what do you call that when people are fearful of sticking with one person, the commitment. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's just that thing of when people know you, then all of a sudden they know you. Then, you know, it's its, its own lack of anonymity. 
people know you in a neighborhood or a building or even mm -hmm. even a city, it gets awfully claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's just we all need time to be not our best selves. Exactly. Talking to yourself, scratching your ass at the dollar store. Exactly. Like yeah. yeah. The last thing you want is for somebody to be like you know, I saw, believe it or not, yeah. Nellie Mackay scratching her ass at the dollar store. Right, the other. Right, right. Like, why does that have to be a story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw Nellie Mackay rip her pants on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of, you know, sort of anonymity and... Uh, let's talk about the Poconos. Yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible transition, but... Um, but you have a you know soft spot in your heart for the Poconos, and and I do as well. I grew up there, and you spent how many years living yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm still there, uh, you know, all the time. My dog loves it, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So no, it's does just, your mom live in the Poconos? It's nice. Yeah, and okay. uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know. I I I I don't. It just it just gets hard to move, you know. It even gets hard <laughs> to travel mm -hmm. if you've got a. Um, a, a loved one. So, yeah. I mean, um, do you guys travel much? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I've, I've got uh, an almost 18-year-old stepdog at home. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. What, what kind? He's a Jack Russell Fox Terrier mix. So he's a little one, but even for that, a little one, 18 is impressive. Yeah, my, my wife got him when she was 11. His oh. name is D.O.G. Oh. <laughs> and and he's, he's still pretty spunky. He, yeah. uh, he, he runs around and he he goes faster than he should. He yeah. tumbles down the steps sometimes, but right. we've walled him off now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he had surgery a couple months ago and got some cancerous lumps taken off. But oh. he's uh, he he came through that great and is much happier for it, I think. And uh, so we're we're trying real hard to get him to twenty. Yeah. We'll see about twenty five. You know, yeah. thirty-five. But yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a book called Bramble, the Dog Who Wanted to Live Forever. Oh. It was about a dog who was a collie and she lived to twenty-five. And it was on this home-cooked diet. She was the um, the record, right? Uh, yeah. 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 You know about her from Australia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, there was a dog no. in Australia. This Bramble was in Wales. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I have it's looked a great this up book. before. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet. Um, how's Bessie doing? Uh oh uh oh well well Bessie Bessie is good she was a little under the weather today but mm. yeah I just I I I won't be able to handle it so I spent all my time with her yeah I understand you know, yeah <laughs> I should have brought her here could she have come here you know I don't know we would have had know. to yeah, ask that, was, that. Yeah. <laughs> right. this is kind of a posh place I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if it were our our place certainly yeah <laughs> although her and Dog would not have gotten along. Oh. But he would be—he's he doesn't like other dogs. Uh -huh. um, but he would be happy to just sit in a corner and pretend she doesn't exist and Mine not too. have to. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. They'd get along. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <then. laughs> Perfection. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. He's gotten actually much more. Uh, I don't know if friendly is the word, but less less barky at people oh, because yeah. he's kind of his his bubble is lessening. He's getting somewhat blind and somewhat deaf. So oh. He, Sort of just yeah. as long as we're in his radius, he's happy. Yeah, and yeah. That's about it. Well, I'm glad. it's just it's such a thing to witness, you know. It is. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. I, I've never I never had a, a dog or cat of my own. Yeah. Um, when I was growing up, and yeah, it's same it, here. It's gonna it be devastating. Uh, we we recently lost a cat a couple months ago, and that was just yeah, so hard. 
Oh my but. goodness. Yeah. I mean, how old was the cat? The cat was about 15 or 16, but we got we only got him when he was like I think 11 or 12. So Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any cats? Well, in the Poconos, we've got a, we've got a lot. So that, you know, that's every gig. It just looks like a, a big bottle of feline distemper virus <laughs> that we're earning. <laughs> Next up, we've got a Christmas carol that I composed, and Nellie was kind enough to sing on, even though she doesn't really agree with it. This is actually part of my larger work called Shower Thoughts, which we featured on episode 15, so you diehard fans have heard a version of it before. For this studio version, though, I let it be more ska than the original, and Nellie also added a verse in the middle. She actually improvised it in one take, and I'm delighted she did because it sounds amazing, number one. And number two, now the song represents our two differing opinions, and I think it makes it more well-rounded and certainly better overall. I played most of the instruments you'll hear. Nellie and I both did vocals. Dave did the bell part, and our upcoming guest, Dan Pardo, played piano and sang on it as well. Here's This Is Not The Year for Mistletoe in the Workplace. This is not the year for mistletoe in the workplace. This is not the year. Oh, oh, this is not the year for mistletoe in the villagers because that you recorded that up there mm. and and i think it's got a very poconos sound to it mm. that's the only one of your albums that's not on spotify oh really yeah do you have any idea why no it's weird I'm, i mean luckily i bought it back in the day when oh, it came out thank so you. i thank you have it but <laughs> well i mean we we sell it at shows so it's still out there yeah, a pretty little head we need to remanufacture because oh. the manufacturer closed so mm-hmm. yeah so i was try- i was going from trying to decide what my favorite album of yours was and hmm. wasn't really able to but it, i don't know it might be that one yeah oh good that one's got <laughs> such a distinctive sound and oh thank 
Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's oh, great. Oh. Um, going back, like, how did that album happen? Um, oh. That seemed like a sort of natural process with yeah, people you knew. Yeah, I just had a, co- a collection of songs, and, and, and we just kind of uh, put it together. Uh, mm-hmm. How did that, the arrangement... Yeah, oh, that, no, that happened the fastest, really. Yeah, I just sat. It was actually at my mom's house. I sat in the basement, and I sat in a swivel chair, the, which helps. <laughs> At the mm-hmm. piano, and she she brought me a uh, uh, toast, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would just work on the arrangements. Nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, there were there were lots of great people on it. Phil Woods was on that, and Bob Duro, and oh yeah, Nelson. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was a, I know. So, and Dave Dave Liebman was Dave on that. Dave Liebman, yeah. Yeah, that was, that's a great one. Yeah. 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 Well, well, thank you. You're welcome. But it was such a, a treat to work with everybody. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a, who knew such a community would gather out there? It's, you went to high school out there? Uh, yeah, I went to, uh, I, I was born and raised in mm. Bushkill, which is, oh. uh, do you know where Bushkill Falls is? Uh, oh, yes. It's yes. like north of Stroudsburg, about a half an hour north of Stroudsburg. Man. Uh, so I went to East Stroudsburg, and yeah, it's, I mean, I didn't appreciate it when I was growing up. It was, right. this town sucks, this is boring, yeah. I don't, there's nothing to do, but... Right go around and walk in the woods and yeah. play. Yeah. And now I realize that, like, I had the best childhood out of anyone I know. Oh, <laughs> Because so I, nice. like, I mean, my parents were full-time basket makers, and they were both home, and I was just, I had this, like, idyllic childhood that I yeah. didn't appreciate until oh. I got to college, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm, yeah. like, so spoiled. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but it's nice to have that perspective. And now I go back, and I just, it's, gorgeous and yeah but maybe that's why you're so friendly oh maybe you feel well adjusted because you had a good childhood uh, sure, i guess so yeah, yeah i think so yeah i had good parents and yeah. a good childhood and 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 also you know a good college experience and i lived in the city for two years and i, I feel like i have a you know well-rounded perspective on things i guess yeah that's great <laughs> so yeah I, I i mean i think i sort of identify you within that in in that way that you're a generally and i'm projecting but i'm a generally happy person and really you know happy with the situation that i've fallen into and really really angry at everything else in the state of the world yeah <laughs> you know and the way that things are run and uh, everything is terrible and wrong but the, you know one of the greatest forms of resistance is joy so if you can Truth. find that, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good sound bite. Oh yeah. <laughs> the next song we've got for you is called Pigeon Love, and we all collaborated on this one from scratch. We decided to go with a fairly silly topic rather than trying to tackle any huge issues in the short amount of time we had. Nellie suggested a few subjects, and we were all down to write a song about birds, so that's what we went with. Her favorite bird is the majestic pigeon, so we focused on that. And uh, Nellie wrote the chords and most of the lyrics. Dave and I helped brainstorm ideas and suggested rhyming words as needed. And it was Dave's idea to go with a kind of fun old rock and roll feel. Nellie played ukulele and sang on this one. I played flute, guitars, and drums. And Dave played bass. Pigeons cooing soft around the square. They are not afraid of anyone. Pigeon babies coo without a care. They are happy with their loving mom. Pigeons cooing 
pigeon hearts All we've got to do is sing it Far above the shopping carts Now we've reached the outer limits So happiness everlasting Sappy once we get our bill As we roam the streets we're somewhat crappy Pigeon love and pigeon dreams All we've got to do is sing it Far above the whistle steams Now we've reached the outer limits So happiness everlasting How did um, Ichiku Park come across your radar? Because I love that song, and when I saw that you did it, I was like, it's oh. one of those things that, like, <gasps> I just got so excited, because it's, it's well, a, such a lovely, quirky tune. It's, yes, you know, and I think I'd known it, but my, it was my mom who was putting together songs for the 60s, because she kind of focused it more on drugs and politics, gotcha. which yeah. is smart. And um, But God, what a joyful song. I love that song. <laughs> There's words to lead your life by. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. that's, that's been, uh, on a couple occasions, my karaoke tune. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't hit the notes at all, but no. it's the, the heart is there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best kind of karaoke. Yeah. A friend of mine was telling me they're professional karaoke people. Really? But how, and, well, how do they make money? Well, that's the thing. I would think if they were that good at singing that they would go for a singing career you know, there's so many niches in the world. I'm not putting them down for that, but I mean, I just, it just seems like a strange thing. It's like, uh, I guess the pageant world has money. I guess there must be I money in say, it. I was I'm more surprised that there's an audience for it. Who wants to go yeah. see professional karaoke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. There's this gentleman at um, one of the karaoke bars near where I live that um, friends of mine go there like all the time. They're regulars and... Um, they told they told me my girlfriend like watch out for this dude like yeah. you're gonna and we got there it's basically he's an he's an older gentleman that always shows up dressed like to the nines in a mm. really well fitting suit mm. and he'll sing just you know like hit pop hits of the last fifteen or twenty years but he sings them all in a full vibrato operatic tenor style <laughs> <laughs> it's just like he's just that guy that everybody yeah, knows is coming. Yeah, yeah. And he's like super charming when he does it. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's like he's that. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> maybe you need to tell him that he should become a professional karaoke yeah. star. I think maybe people get really dressed up and they're really good, and people get into the competition of it. And I don't know. Yeah. They build a following through there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Probably are. Well. I was thinking, I had an idea for, um, like, a competition show. Do you watch any, like, bake, do you watch the Great British Bake Off or anything like that? <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Not a fan of those. Oh, well, I, you, I guess on HGTV. Some, there's those sort of things. But anyway, I've been watching a lot of Great British Bake Off. Oh. And um, I thought it would be cool to have 
sort of a cross between our show and and that like like a show that has that format but um you're making music instead of baking so you could have a, you know a few different rounds and and a few different people you could have a, a piano player and an electronic music producer and a multi-instrumentalist and people and they can get different challenges and they have to write a song about this or they need to do it in this style or things like that oh gosh yeah i bet you I, that why hasn't that been done i don't know be tons of fun uh, i think it would be cool to do well i, I also thought like is that a good idea, guys? Well, no, I think it is. But right. would it be the audience in the in studio who votes? Would it be experts, or would it be the you know everyone on their cell phone? I think. Um, well, the way that the Great British Bake Off works, which is the the format I'm trying to cop because it works really well, and uh, that they have like guest judges, mm. or no, no, they no, have they have, two, they have standard, two, two standard judges. But there's, I think there's an important judges who are experts. Yeah. yeah. I've I've watched way too much of that show as well. It's it's uh, my girlfriend and I with a, a couple friend of ours. We actually do our own baking competitions where we'll 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 pretend we're like the show. We yeah. do it up just for our own entertainment. But um, yeah, I, I think the difference with that show, what makes it, what I like about that one is that like a lot of a lot of the it's it's uh, originally from the BBC, mm. and a lot of U.S. competition shows are like really. They amp up the drama, and it's all about creating yeah. tension. And right. uh, this one's much more of like the judging is very straight ahead, but everyone's very, very polite and very friendly. And it's like, I think you could have done better on this, and here's why. And I think this went wrong here in this degree. Like it's very yeah. Like the judges are actually rooting for everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like nice. they they and they give legitimate, meaningful criticism. It's not it well when it's at its best. It's not for playing it up for you know yeah, yeah. the shtick. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it, you could do a music thing like that. It's just of that question, it would be like logistics. Of, well, know, I think, yeah, I mean, I think the logistics could be worked and, out. And, and people were like, I, I pitched this to uh, my friend Lowy, who we were staying, I was staying with last night. And <laughs> he said, I mean, how are you going to show like all the, all the things? And I'm like, well, that's like what people don't know. They get mm. to see a behind the mm. scenes of yeah. what exactly goes into making music. I know exactly how that person, you know, how to bake a croquembouche or whatever <laughs> now. Like, yeah, right. I've seen all the nuts and bolts go into that, but I think music would be a thing. So I was thinking we could maybe do, like, a crossover, to, to test out the format, maybe we could do a crossover episode so of Not Movies, which is my other podcast where we make up a movie or a show, right. and Sean and Dave make music and get two guests and have a competition I'm up episode. I'm trying that, yeah. Wow, yeah. That'd be fun, fun. right? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the one Should thing we bounce that off. Yeah. What, yeah. what we need to 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 make that really like happen, we need to also figure out space. That that I think is the biggest. That would be I, I think the biggest trick. Well, I want to just do like a you know like one one episode to test it out and then sell yeah. it to a network. No. Oh, you want to like go yeah, big? Yeah, yeah. No, go I want to make it like a yeah like well, what well, I was thinking then, like a real show. If if we're to do like legit real show, then that's um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Would you have to find a space? That's the thing. Because look at it this way: if you're going to do like people creating things, well, it's either... uh, when, when once they pick it up, they're going to find a space. We don't need to worry about that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I don't mean that. I mean like for this proof of concept here. Oh, like, okay. Like we would maybe go to Westchester or something. Like like mm. get a place where you can have a couple classrooms, and each team is in a different classroom working on their project. That's that's where I feel like the. That's. I wonder. I mean, um, you could probably do it at a music school anyway. Yeah, no, I, certainly. Yeah, if they were all 
like recording yeah, three, parts, they would need to be in separate, yeah. separate spaces. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That would but, make sense. Wow. Food for thought. Cool. Yeah. And he you, so he you, did just bring this on me. I have no. <laughs> so you would, you would do the pilot. It wouldn't be audio. It would be video as well. I don't know. I probably don't have the capability or the skills video to do that. Would, remember, video would if you've got three teams that would require three video cameras. Yeah, I would. I would. I would just test the test the format as a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know. And then you take that to a TV network when you say network. That's the plan. Right. Right. Although the plan just formed like in the past couple of days. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do that, but... If you get kind of still shots of it, then maybe that'll show them enough what it'll look like. Maybe. Yeah. It's the problem with visual. It just costs so much. Even to do the kind of standard, um, you know, what do you call it, you know, the uh, verisimilitude of the current day, which is not what I would want to do with a, with, a, with a thing. But even just to do that, it's... I, I mean, I guess some people have a, have, a, have a knack for it, but just it just seems like it's so much harder to fake than sound. Mm. No. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, some of the best things we ever have done are at studios for sixty an hour, you know. But find a visual studio where you can fake it that way for that kind of money. You know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have no. I have no visual sense. I'm terrible at, you know, posting things and take. Yeah. We forgot to take a picture with Robert Dick last episode and we, we went had, to a Japanese restaurant sushi, afterwards so we took a picture of us. Uh, the, wait, <laughs> the waitress took a picture of us uh. well, nice. our next track is the first thing that we played together at our session and actually the only piece we improvised all together Dave and I almost always start out our recording sessions with a free improvisation because it's a good way to get acquainted with our guest. And while this one doesn't have the most cohesive shape or form, we thought it was still fun to listen to. And we thought it'd be worth presenting because uh, I think it'll be interesting for you to hear us sort of getting to know each other through sound. Nelly played piano on this one. I played flute and Dave played djembe.
Do you do any work with kids, or do you do any teaching or anything? Uh, no, I, I, and, and when people bring, I mean, I, I, I mean, occasionally, I, I guess we've done a, like a, a, what you call a special class, or um, I, I taught in the Bronx for, uh, for a minute before um, I, I just was the music career, but, um, you know, sometimes people bring kids there to the shows, and the shows are never for kids. So I, you know, (laughs) I just, I, I I think it's because I have a uterus that they think it's family friendly and it's not. (laughs) And sometimes the venues write that, you know, all ages. I'm like, please don't Uh, write that. You you have to be so on it because again, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You do one album about Doris Day and you get (laughs) blacklisted for the rest of your life. (laughs) I thought you were going to say pigeonholed. Pigeonholed is better, <laughs> right. <laughs> hey. Um, so uh, just a couple quick questions. I, I want quick answers because I want to get you out of here. Oh, right. I mean, I don't really want to, but, you know, oh, no, you got to go. Of course, of course. Got to let you go. Um, what's, the, what's the shittiest job you've ever had? Oh, boy. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, I worked the night shift at Christidis, but that was so interesting. So I, What I, is Christidis? Oh, it's the, the supermarket here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, gee. Oh, I, I've had a lucky life. Okay. Um, this is, uh, my, my questions are probably too deep to be a speed round. Um, why do you think classical music has endured this long? Oh, wow. <laughs> a good publicist. <laughs> really? I think it's like institutionalization at this point. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite color? Um, oh, uh, um, ah, the, the brown. Okay. Uh, and what have you been listening to lately? Um, oh, lately? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny you mentioned classical because uh, I, I, I hear things on the radio. I feel this in a Christmas music, honestly. That's okay. <laughs> I it's just the find time whatever station it. has it. Yeah, I, I, I like I like I'm 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 lowest common denominator. I like songs I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm one to get stuck on yeah. a certain album too. I, I, yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts and books and not all that much music. So when I do decide to listen to something, it's usually something I know and I don't. Yeah. It's hard to get out of that box. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's the the comfort place of like, I, I I find like there's different people with listener or listening listening. Um, I'm the type where like if there's a an artist or a band that I love, I probably have two of their albums that I listen to obsessively mm. for years and years and years. But then I'll meet other people that just by virtue of they're like, oh you like that artist, and they're like, well let me tell you about the twelve or twenty albums in their discard. Like right. other people are like completionist, I guess right, is the term. Right, you right. know like they really want to dig in it's weird yeah no everyone but, it's very personal yeah yeah i, yeah, I know yeah <laughs> and, and where people listen i'm glad vinyl's coming back but yeah. I, I i just i love to listen to music while in motion more than oh, in the okay. house but of course in the old days i mean you have the radio in the car but that was it I guess Austin Powers, does he have a vinyl player in the car? <laughs> I think so. Uh, no. He probably did. <laughs> yeah. but, but, you know, most people don't have that. It's just a whole different way of listening. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, sit on the couch with a glass of wine and listen. I never do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've tried many times. Yeah. Try to make a ritual of, like, Sunday morning listenings. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then 
we've tried, but with varying success. We'll do it for like two or three weeks and really love it, yeah. and then six months go by, we don't do it at all. Yeah. We're like, we should get back to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think oh. anything to get you off the technology. Yeah. Not just the internet, but also uh, you, people you know who want to call and write to you. Just anything yeah. to get you away from that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And they can be lovely, but I, I just feel like there's no time. I mean, my my grandma was telling me about uh, her mom, my nan, who who's, did things like from the old country and the old country style. And she used to, you know, uh, hand wash all the laundry and, you know, you put it through the thing and you dip the white shirts in the blue and then you starch them and you iron them and then your brothers still don't like them and they say you missed a spot and mm-hmm. they crumple them up and throw them in the mud because some of your brothers are assholes, you know. And, uh, uh, and she said still, with every hand thing you had to do back then, they had more time. Nobody has any time anymore and we have, you know, automatic dishwashers. That's an interesting point. That's a shame. Well, they weren't all in debt either. They weren't. Right, they weren't all in debt. But, I mean, I, I went to go see a, an exhibition of Van Gogh in, uh, in Cleveland. And, uh, or is it Van Gogh? Am I, it's Van Gogh, yeah. isn't it? I'm sorry. I think it's a, I think it's a yeah. noise that I don't know how to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, how many multiple portraits he did of the same person. And the, the fellow I was with said, uh, yeah, no computers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I love the um, like the the. I feel like with the wa- like washing, you were saying like washing the clothes. Yeah. It's like it's such a process. But like, do, uh, do you find it? I find it really refreshing to just not have not not uh, stepping away from like watching the news and everything. Also means that you're not thinking in like a critical, worried way. Right. And so focusing on one simple task, like mm-hmm. something physical, is like. Yeah, I like love doing that. the dishes yes. by hand is really satisfying. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. yeah. Oh, dishes. really? Or oh, like right. taking a piece of wood, and, and we were talking about this last night. Yeah. You were like, "What would you do if you couldn't do music?" And I was like, "Well, it wouldn't make money either, but I would, <laughs> I would really love to be like a woodworker because, like, I love like taking a block of wood and just chiseling and seeing what happens, and then like I love watching wood turning videos and oh, I, it's just oh, I gotta check that out. Oh, wow. it's amazing. YouTube. There's hours and hours of people making bowls and different things on wooden lathes. And it's, oh, it's great. But I just would love to be able to do that stuff. Just like because when I've done it in my own remedial ways, it's so satisfying. You just yes, I made a table. That was fun. You I've did? Done, like, well, here, let me say, <laughs> I'm giving myself too much credit. Uh, I made a table as in I went to Lowe's where they have those <laughs> giant spindles right. um, that they they carry heavy cable on, cord, yeah. and I asked them for the spindle because they were going to throw it out when right. they're done. And then I took a wooden circle tabletop thing and then I like screwed that onto it so it was fastened to it. And then I went through and sanded everything down and figured out how in the world to stain and do polyurethane and stuff like that. And right. that, yeah. Man. By no means is this talent. You know, <laughs> like it was really just like a lot of sanding and stuff, but no. it's figuring so, it out along the but way. It's, is, yeah. But know. it's so meditative and relaxing just to oh, have a simple task and just yeah. yeah, and at the end you have something. I mean, that's the thing with washing dishes. I wash too many dishes. Gotcha. I, I, I mean, I try. I'm just glad when it's done. Yeah. <laughs> but to make something, and the thing with music is it's invisible. Art can be yeah. so satisfying because you see it. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. Can I, I'm going to be the musical theater nerd for a second. 
but Sondheim with the finishing the hat line of like, look, I made a hat where there never was a hat. This idea of like the, yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. point something to something. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, the, yeah. The, I felt that here today that, you know, you're making something from nothing. What a wild idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you again so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. What a treat and an inspiration. Thank you. (laughs) Goes both ways. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Sean and Dave Make Music. You can and should find Nellie's music pretty much anywhere you buy music. She's also got upcoming dates in New York, Ottawa, Washington, D.C., Ohio, Pennsylvania, Oregon, California, and Nevada. And trust me, it's a live show worth seeing. And as always, if you like our show, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have any questions or comments or would like to submit a prompt for us to improvise off of, please send us an email at seananddavemakemusic at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash seananddavemakemusic. One more quick note of thanks, since I didn't do an intro to the beginning of this episode. This was the first one we recorded from a location other than my home studio, and we were so lucky to find an amazing space in Manhattan where we were able to set up for the whole weekend, and we recorded three episodes in three days, which is another first for us. So Barb, huge thank you for letting us use your apartment and your grand piano. You have no idea how much time, effort, and money you saved us. And Dan, also thank you for getting us connected with Barb. Stay tuned after the ending theme to hear one more of Nelly's original songs, this one older and angrier as promised. It's called Identity Theft, and it's from the aforementioned Obligatory Villagers. Here we are, dig it, swinging out the year. Are we in the clear yet? No! Airport insecurity, running from the start police, fighting with the go-betweens. Hold up, let me steal a friend, cause we're dealing with identity theft. You need an education. I don't see why I got you. You need a good degree. As to a similar. So little time, so much to be bought by. If no one taught along, Harvard long, no one make a nuclear bomb. They don't need you how to care, empathize, and if you dare. To get them down Ooh, it leaves you bereft Ooh, identity theft I may be wrong, I don't know why I may be wrong, but I'll try Because I'm sick of the insanity Watching horny manatee Feeling like a libertine Dealing with the death machine Hold them up, bits of street arrest And we're dealing with identity theft You need a publication I don't see why I got to You need a press release as to assimilate Journal fascist profiteers Pornotastic pioneers Fun bombastic puppeteers Get away from me How can you write what we read? That ain't my reality You disabuse humanity Humility and fealty Oh, you guess you got an edge Hiding your head from the feds Putting down the little bit Ignorance is right, not a I'm finished and had it And while you fucked her at it As far as I'm concerned Pluto's still a planet Ooh, you die a quick death Ooh, identity theft I may be wrong, I don't know why I may be wrong, but I'll try Because I'm sick of all this sabotage Where's my female entourage? Looking for some kind of closure All I find is Ray Bolger Hold up, hell yeah, I confess Cause we're dealing with identity theft 